In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the EST of wrestling podcasts. And uh, this week it probably means long EST. (sighs) I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. First up, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? So, first, I'm sick, thanks to Kevin Dunn. And then you steal the line that I said last <laughs> That's awesome. Had to use it. It was good. Also joining us from <laughs> up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? I'm exhausted. You and me both. This is I a just long week. Monday Night Raw. Like, Raw is usually crazy with excitement because there might be debuts or whatever. So it's not even over. No. This, the crazy week still has a couple days left. Um because we've got if Raw. It was the sporting season. Tomorrow's day one of the sporting season. Mm-hmm. We got the Raw. We've got NXT, which, let's be honest, there's there's probably some big changes happening on both of them, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, because we've got some new champions on both of them. We've got potential debuts on on Raw, which then translates to losses for NXT, most likely. A lot of that stuff. Uh, Did we have yet another pay-per-view as well that I completely missed? Did Impact have a pay-per-view this week? Yes, a technically Impact did. Level. One of their one oh, of their crap. streaming service pay-per-views, um, and I can't even remember what it was called. Uh, Jazz had a career match though, and lost. Uh-huh. So yeah. Side note: Before we get into the week, a la WWE, thank you, Jazz, for a three-decade career. Uh, above at, of not today's level women's wrestling, but you opened the door and and seriously you were big enough to rip it off its hinges. So thank you, Jazz, for three decades of of great wrestling. So uh, hard, hardcore justice. But yeah, it, uh, it's it's one of their B level. I mean, they know knew they not gonna put on a match to compete with WrestleMania this weekend, so. But they went up against the the. Uh, I first assume night. they went up against. Oh, they went up against first night of what? Of WrestleMania. I think it was Saturday. Oh, I thought they were on Tuesday. I thought it was their television. No, stuff. and they they uh, just so you know they've moved their television to Thursday. Thursday. Uh, starting yeah. starting this week. But um, wait, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah this, this Saturday week. night, April tenth. Saturday. Okay. Uh, but still, uh, in fact. They had better luck going up against the Hall of Fame. They should have put it on Tuesday. Yeah, they should have put it on Tuesday. Or, I don't know, they would have had better luck tonight. But we'll get into that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, just just a uh, word of warning to our listeners. I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is almost gone. Um, I must have been yelling at the TV too much uh, during WrestleMania. Um, Yeah. Sure, whatever. Um, you might have been puking from Kevin Unn's camera work in the final sure, match. But... Yeah, yeah I, I made fun of him at, on NXT a couple, not NXT, on, on Raw a couple weeks ago because I, I mentioned uh, 20 camera cuts in, in five seconds. 
Uh, I think he heard that and was said, you, you want a challenge? I'll do more. <laughs> it, it was, was, it was like game. Cesaro. Like, I'll show you. Yeah. It, 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 I, it was like, not just camera cuts. We're going to do random zooming zoom in and out. Zoom out. And we're going to match it. So we're going to zoom in on one camera, then zoom out on the other camera, and then zoom oh. back in on that one, and then zoom out on... Oh, oh I, I had to change. I was at an angle to my television, and I actually had to change positions so I wouldn't vomit. Like, it was bad. You were watching from backstage position? Yes. Standing at an angle? Yes. It was, it was, it was kind of like Gorilla, only I was about to be interviewed while I was watching the match, standing at an angle, looking over my shoulder. Because everyone watches to make that. <laughs> um, before we get into talking about the week that was, um, I would like to remind everyone that Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So head on over to tatnusco.com and check out the other shows there. Ooh. To remind everyone how we're doing these reviews now, we're doing them in terms of uh, talking about what crimes we would charge uh, for them. We, I've got a list that we uh, have worked out for, for this week of um, <clears throat> the ones that we're charging. And we actually did a prediction show last week to predict what ones we should charge. So, and then we um, didn't write anything down. And then we forgot to write anything down, so we're going to try to remember what we predicted, but we're going to also rely on you guys out there listening to keep us honest. So if we remember something wrong, uh, tweet at DA Vincent K. Fabe. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to be the one that forgets what I said. Okay. Uh, um, actually, you guys fucked up and said this instead of this. I, I totally said Bel Air was going to be the best match of the week. Of the week, no, you didn't. You said it was going to be Bobby Lashley and, and McIntyre. Actually, what I did say was that it would be Finn and, and uh, Finn and and yeah, which was the second best match of the week. Maybe the first. I mean, we might debate a little bit on that one, but we will, will start off. You. We will start off with the worst. So the worst match of the week. Worst match of the week. I struggle here. Um, I struggle there. There's underperforming match of the week, which I really, truly think um, is not a category for us, if I remember right. So uh, the one that, that did not meet expectations is the latter match, the Santos Escobar, uh, Jordan Devlin. Um, I, I just, when you hear Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin, Devlin in a ladder match, I expected a lot more fire than we got. That's fine. Um, I know that most of the way through, we all predicted Bad Bunny as the worst match of the week. It was not. Um, I, I think this comes down to two, in my opinion. Um, and I, I think one of them is maybe because I expected better. Um, but I would say Big E versus Apollo. Is the one that I think I expected better, and maybe that's why I don't think it's the best match, or why I think it's the worst, and one that I thought would be not so great, and then also really wasn't. Um, and it would have been a lot better had Riot Squad won, but the uh, the women's tag team turmoil, um, I personally think was the worst match of the week, and could, had potential to be better. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Uh, I honestly, aside from the slips. The nip slips, all kinds of slips were happening in that match. The, it obviously was delayed for 45 mat. minutes, so the, the water slips as well. Um, it was just a really bad match all around, to be honest with you. So I would agree. Yeah. Well, like DFA said, uh, the wrong people won, number one. Um, I, 
Ruby Riot seems to be missing a step, though. Am, am I off? She's not as good as she was a couple years ago. I I don't necessarily think it's I I think she just knows that they don't have confidence in her, and when and you know her. your boss is not not confident in your performance, you're not gonna put as much effort into it. I think, and that's the you know, I I really think they deserve to win. But uh, really quickly, I'm gonna actually take a time because I should have done this before we got into actually talking about the things to go over all of the matches that we had. To remind okay. everyone the absolute hellscape of matches that we're dealing with, right? Okay. So first, we're we're not specifically talking about Raw or SmackDown matches because we couldn't really predict those. No. Everything. We're talking just about the pay-per-view level matches, which means we have NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Nights 1 and 2 and WrestleMania Nights 1 and 2. You could throw in the Battle Royal. Um, I wouldn't because it was on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Um but so so talking about that night one and two of takeover um not counting the pre-show matches we had pete dunn versus kushida bronson reed versus isaiah swerve scott versus cameron grimes versus ellie knight versus dexter loomis versus leon ruff tomaso champa versus walter legato del fantasmo versus grizzled young veterans veterans versus msk uh, Io Shirai defending against Raquel Gonzalez, night two. We had Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin in the unification match. Uh, we had uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart defending uh, uh, their tag team um, championships against The Way, which is Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Johnny Gargano uh, going up against the um, winner of the six-man eliminator match from the night before, um, which was Bronson Reed. Right? Yeah, just so everybody knows. And then uh, Karrion Cross versus uh, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in the unsanctioned match. So that was the NXT side of it. WrestleMania side, we had no no matches on the kickoff shows at all, um, which was interesting. Um, but it's fine because I didn't watch them. Uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, Sam Roberts. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> we had uh, Bob Sorry, I mean Rosenberg, whatever. Uh, Bobby uh, Lashley versus Sam Drew Reynolds McIntyre. Or so. It's just Bobby Sam. Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. The Eliminator Tag Team Turmoil match with uh, Riot Squad, uh, Lana and Naomi, Billy Kay and Carmella, uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, and Natalia and Tamina, who ended up winning. They would go on to have a match on night two. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Uh, the New Day defending their tag team championships against AJ Styles and Omos. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon and Steel Cage. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks for the championship. Night two, Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Natalya and Tamina, who won yet the night before. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> Sheamus versus Riddle. Big E defending against Apollo Crews. Asuka defending against Rhea Ripley. And the main event was uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Triple threat for the WWE Universal Champion. So that is the hellscape of matches that we have to go through to figure out which match was worst match of the week. And uh, yeah. Well, I think and, we're going to be in consensus agreement on this. Yes. Um, the Natalia and uh, Tamina winning the tag team turmoil match definitely, um, in my mind, seals the deal on that being 
worst match of um it was already a strong contender uh but it it could have saved itself from being worst match of the week if they would have just had the riot squad win because they were telling a good story the riot squad uh eliminated yeah three people three teams um and so uh that was a great story to tell and they're due for a run and that natalia and tamina are not due for anything um I, also i will admit one thing natalia and tamina tonight they said something on the second show obviously about tamina looking better as a wrestler than she's ever looked uh, again this kind of comes to where the bar is set beforehand what i talked about the bar for for um apollo and biggie was high enough that that's the only reason i, I mentioned it in the in the conversation with the other one um the bar for Tamina is so low that they're right. She's she's the best she's ever been as a wrestler. Which is sad. Correct. She's had a ten-year career, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. Ho- but but this is the first time I didn't go. You're the worst person in this ring. Right, for sure. Um, I I will say though, surprisingly, uh, an honorable mention for worst match of the week. And I, I might get some heat from it, but it's surprising that it's that it's down there. Is the Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn match? Yeah, the the story. I think the story just brutalizes it. Sami Zayn doesn't need to be a, a, a conspiracy theory lunatic to to tell a story with Kevin Owens. Like those two yeah. have such a heavy history, and that's what you're gonna go with. And, and that. And I don't think it's the story itself. Like, whatever. The story is whatever. But yes, because we've seen them fight countless matches together and they've put on just such better matches was the issue. So I don't necessarily would say it's down there with the worst match of the week. Um, But it definitely didn't meet my expectations for what I've seen them do in the past. That's why I said it's an honorable mention. Because... It's, it's or dishonorable so, mention. Yeah, dishonorable. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was surprising how unimpressive that match overall. Yes. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, the no, middle I'm, middle of the WrestleMania card on night two was mm-hmm. rough. I think. I think all three of us will agree. Night two of WrestleMania was the worst night of wrestling overall of the four nights, including the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Agreed, though. And uh, probably, don't get me wrong, the main event of the Hall of Fame, Kane, did not hold up to the main event of WrestleMania Night 2. But beyond that, I think the Hall of Fame was better. So, um, Ugh. but if if we were, were to say any of the matches from NXT are down there, the Cruiserweight match, ladder match? Yeah, I, that's... That's probably the worst match of the NXT cards. And it wasn't bad. I mean, Jordan, I, I immediately, I think I messaged you guys about the, the moonsault. I thought it was a great moonsault. I thought, oh my gosh, why didn't you have him farther back from the ladder? You could have hit your head. You could have broke your deck. Um, that moonsault off the ladder was fantastic. Um, the result was good. I know that you would like to see him move. You'd like to see Santos Escobar move into the main title picture, um, Smarks. Um, but I was not. I, I was not upset with the match. I just thought I expected more from this. Yeah, 
No, that there were a few matches that I was angry with the winner, but that doesn't necessarily mean that. Yeah, you're pissed off about Bronson. Well, at least he lost to Johnny Gargano. But yeah, that was that that match there should have been Swerve winning because a Johnny Gargano versus Swerve match would have been fire. Um, that was the best I've seen Swerve ever look. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's something if. If Dexter had won, this index storyline could be a lot of fun. Indy Hartwell and Dexter Lumis. And I think they're probably still going to tell that. But, but yeah, like yeah. That, those are the the matches from NXT that we can say, eh, but... Maybe not maybe, great. But even, even the worst of the NXT was better than the worst of night two of yeah. WrestleMania. I mean, I don't know. I uh, going looking back, I honestly think maybe it's a mix between the women's terminal tag and AJ uh, uh, AJ and New Day there. That match was pretty pointless, although it's great for AJ Styles to be a Grand Slam champion technically. So that's awesome. Kudos to him. Um, match was very. It it had a point, and that point was to allow almost to come in and just show that he's a monster. Almost, almost makes very little effort to tag AJ though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the low point of that match. I was like, "Would you lean? Could you lean over?" Like, I don't know. That was the only part I hated about that match. So we will move on to most predictable moments of the week, and I'm I pretty sure we've got this right. I think we're pretty sure we all said uh, <laughs> Shane McMahon is going to do a coast-to-coast off the top of the cage. And guess what? Shane McMahon did a coast-to-coast off the top of the cage. Yep. Yay! <laughs> so he got he that. Also, he also is the only one that actually fell off the cage, though, due to Braun Strowman, which I guess maybe we kind of were going to expect. Uh, but that was kind of the only crazy bump, I think, of the WrestleMania nights. Yeah, the WrestleMania nights didn't have any real crazy bump. The um, NXT had Io Shirai off the top of the skull. Oh, that was crazy. Uh, that was good, was yeah. And then, of course, the Jordan Devlin moonsault. Moonsault. That I, I seriously thought he was going to break his neck. I really did. Uh-oh. And so, so a couple on NXT, but but that was really the only big one. Now, I I will say I will take a moment out to say I'm not gonna shit on uh, the Braun Strowman Shane McMahon ladder match or steel cage match too much, because they did at least do something unique with uh, the way they ended it, and the yeah. fact that uh, the I did not see them having Braun Strowman literally tear part of the ring or uh, the cage apart. To pull Shane McMahon back into it. I also thought it was really great that he said, who's stupid now as he's latched this guy who's dumb enough to wave at a guy through the ring. Yeah. Like, arrogance is stupidity. That's a good storyline to tell. Yeah. So, it was it was surprisingly not one of the worst uh, of the week. Um, and, and there were some things, but it still had the most predictable moments. We got that one. Yes. Yes. We thought there would be better uh, uh, 24-7 championship change, and I don't remember ever seeing it on. Yeah, they did. They talked about it on night one. They talked about it with a recap of Night Panther um, and showed him training with Tozawa 
uh, at one point, but that that was all we got of it. We didn't. There weren't any run-ins. There weren't any shenanigans backstage. I mean, I really expected last year we had like four different Hall of Famers get the belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially and, when we had a delay for forty-five minutes mm-hmm. on night one. I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna have a twenty-four-seven thing happen backstage. Nope. Just a bunch of random. So. Um, it worked. Yeah. It worked. I was not upset that we didn't get a 24-7. I'd have liked to see Night Panther win it, but... That would have been entertaining as fuck, but I'm fine with not seeing it, yeah. As who, the problem to see is then? true. Who? What's what? that? Who has it right now, then? R-Truth. R-Truth still has it. Yeah, I got a point. It's the R-Truth title. <laughs> um, we didn't do a prediction on Botch of the Night, or Botch of the Week, I should say, because it's impossible to predict botches. Um, I would say, though, that botch of the week uh, is either uh, Mandy Rose biffing it on the entrance <laughs> ramp on the way to the tag team turmoil, um, or whoever designed uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks' uh, outfits and whoever designed Carmella's outfit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are solid botches. Those are big whoopses. And, and in terms of injury, you know, prone stuff... There was there was nothing. They were absolutely breathtaking. There, there were there were some sort of sloppy <laughs> moments. Um, I'm I'm gonna throw a name out for for what I would say a sloppy move is that's probably gonna anger Ye Fabe a bit. But Rhea Ripley's Riptide was sloppy. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Um, the Rhea Ripley looks like a woman who hasn't wrestled since since uh uh. Royal Rumble, and then hadn't wrestled four months before that. So I don't know why she was down for as long as she was down, but her timing was off. Um, as far as I know, as far as I've seen, she was down for that long because WWE didn't know what they were going to do with her. They knew they wanted to do something with her on main roster, so they wrote her off NXT, but then they just kept going, oh, what are we going to do? Um, and it was when uh, Charlotte had to pull out for Corona that they decided to go with, with Rhea Ripley. But she looked like she had nerves, I think is what it came down to. And her her hits looked weak as fuck at the beginning, um, which we're not used to with Rhea Ripley. Nope. Uh, she, she eventually got things together. It by far was not a bad match. Still a great match. Uh, but there was something, and then the riptide at the end, it just looked like she uh, either was unprepared for uh, Asuka's weight, which I don't know how Asuka's fucking tiny. I would say Matt Riddle failing to get Sheamus up for the first attempt at a uh, at a uh, uh, jackhammer was also a little bit of a botch. I honestly um, think it's a lot of nerves, though, going into it. First time fans are there. Um, when they opened up the, the Riddles show... Riddles never performed at WrestleMania in front yeah. of fans, so... That's and, it. And neither had Ripley. No. And uh, if you not remember, in front of fans. She'd been at WrestleMania before, but never in front of fans, so, yep. That's it. And if you remember at the beginning when Vince announces everybody in the anthem or whatever, when they do close-ups, Rhea Ripley is legitimately, like, crying. Like, I get it, it's very emotional anyways, but I'm sure those nerves, although it was the next day, I'm sure those nerves were still kicking in. And I would imagine a lot of the talent, especially for those who have not wrestled in front of fans yet, 
uh, to really kick in. First time you're going to wrestle in front of fans is at the biggest pay-per-view. Whoa, talk about nerds going Well, on. and then you add to that, I mean, this this week was so exceptional. Um, up to tonight, up to night two of <laughs> WrestleMania. Right. Um, you know, how do you, how do you set, when the bar is set that high, how do you, how do you come into that and go, oh, I, uh, you know, how do I make my mark, win the title? <laughs> that was all she could do yeah. to make her mark. Um, I guess I did think of one botch because we mentioned, uh, Seamus versus Riddle. Uh, Seamus had a botch. Oh. When he grabbed Riddle. Uh, and was gonna do the um, whatever. It's kind of like the air raid cl- crash. The okay, the, the white noise. I think is what white it is. noise. Yeah, that's what it's called. But it, it, he was on the top rope, and he grabbed Riddle for it, and his foot slipped off the top rope, and he fell fell down, but landed on his feet on the ground. Uh, but Riddle's head came dangerously close to just kabonging off the you know ropes on the way down and then he he but he was able to save it and then run to the middle and do the white noise in the middle but it was yeah. obviously supposed to be a white noise off the top rope that his foot slipped and so but here's the deal for us to be nitpicking that much to get to botch of the week that's yeah. important for us to say there weren't a lot of like huge botches there was some Except sloppiness turmoil yeah but it wasn't even botches it was just kind Those of yeah. I don't know, but I mean, the actual wrestling, there was a lot of turnbuckle situations going on. Yeah. Like, I feel like some are missing kicks. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I don't think those are botches so much as just sloppiness. Um, yeah. Fair. And so, and again, a lot of things can be, be said, especially for the WrestleMania ones, about first match back with crowds in over a year. Yeah. Um, well, no, a year, one month, and one day, as they alluded to. Five and... And it was Wrestle Frickin' Mania, right? Yeah. Yep. So those two things combined can, can lead to some nerves. So I'll One give it goes to Mother Nature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Delay. <laughs> it was 11.30 last night. I was like, oh. Kind of got me excited <laughs> to see how Mother Nature was going to mess up the rest of the show. I was like, huh. All right, let's see how this plays. In fairness, I I will give uh, WWE credit for how they handled it. They were able to roll with that fairly well uh, and do some ad-lib backstage segments that obviously were unplanned, where it's just like, hey, start an interview with this person, and then someone else is going to interview, or it's going to interrupt you, and then someone else is going to interrupt those people. and Biggie's handshake interview was so great. So... Where Biggie just grabbed his tan and like took the interviewer with him. <laughs> Although Michael Cole's WrestleMania is not getting any kind of play out ever <laughs> no again. Hashtags. No hashtags there, Michael Cole. I am sorry. Like that's probably a joke I would make, but even then I think I'd stop myself. Like, whoa, that's a bit much. You well, wouldn't stop yourself. You have a couple I... teammates who would mock you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys do that anyways, and I still haven't made that joke, so... <laughs> YOLO! <laughs> so, moving on, we will talk about Overhype of the Week, which was the map match that was hyped up the most that didn't deliver. Um, and I think most of us predict this was going to be the Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest match as well, that it was hyped up, hyped up, hyped up, and it wasn't going to deliver. 
And if I that's what we predicted, Shane, I think we also threw Shane Braun in there a little. And, and both, sadly enough, both matches delivered. Both matches delivered. We would have been wrong about both of those. Um, I I think it's the cruiserweight match. Unfortunately, that might be it. Um, that match might be up there. Uh, Maybe know. Lashley and McIntyre. I still think it was a good match. I think it was a great uh, match. I I don't know if it, you know. No, the tag team turmoil match was a pretty big overhype because they it, didn't hype it that much. Yeah, now, I think it was announced a week before. Yeah, something. but they announced the fuck out of it for a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to. They underhyped it, <laughs> so they had to overhype that one week. Um, I don't know, like Sammy Ko. I, I I mean, I was just expecting more, but again, that was a match done in two weeks. That was just like there. Um, they sure they did a lot with Sammy being crazy though. They did. So that might be you might be right. That might be it. And it was so under the radar because we all went, golly, this is just where are they going with Sammy having a, a yeah? Like, a what do you do with it now? Documentary and like we just didn't know where they were going with it. But now, now in hindsight, we know where they went with it, and we're like. That was an overhype. <laughs> and I don't even get to see the film. I hope they release the documentary on WWE Network or something. You I'm down. I was... Peacock? Or sorry. Not in Canada. He's in Canada. I'm in Canada. WWE Network for I, me. I, I'm going to say overhype of the week is Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like being able to go to the bathroom and pause and stuff? Yeah. You know all that oh. shit you got used to doing uh, on the WWE Network over the last like 10 years? Ah, fuck it. We're not going to let you do that. So they literally didn't try to add it on, huh? Or watch it again immediately after it happened. Damn. Can't do that on Peacock. And and in, in something that probably doesn't affect most people, but I watch it on Android TV. And my Android TV app, I had to absolutely quit the app to get the the menu to update it all. Oh yeah, you got locked out today too, huh? Uh, it's just like I I go to the app and I'm like, where's WrestleMania Night Two? And it's like, nope, nope, no WrestleMania Night Two. And I had to absolutely like force quit the app and then relaunch it for it to show WrestleMania. I had to do the exact same thing. So Peacock, you got some work to do. So you're an overhype of the fucking millennium right now. <laughs> <laughs> But, but that's supposed to go to matches. Yeah, so so what do we have for the overhype? I mean, um, I I mean, is it is it the crappy matches in the middle today? Is it is it the is it the cruiserweight? I think it's probably that was hyped up. It might be Fiend versus Orton. Oh, that that one could mm. be an argument there. That that's one a really a solid, solid argument. I mean, I was I was bittersweet. I was happy that it was on first because I'm like, this is gonna be a shit show. But I'm like. Like, what if it's really good and the rest of the card sucks? They won't remember this, you know? So, kind of happy they put it on first. Fortunately okay, for if you, it, does it suck, was not really good. And so, uh, we don't have to remember. It's like, yeah. oh. I mean, kudos for them with the jack-in-the-box, the, the human-sized jack-in-the-box. I thought that, that was, was awesome. kind of cool. Like there were that. so many cool oh. things going into it. And the, the Fiend the showing Hall up in his redemption, original. The Hall of Redemption, where the Fiend turned back into the Fiend. Yep, in his original Fiend instead of the Burnt Mask. Which um, still didn't make any sense to me, but I was like, sure. <laughs> I did like the use of a pen. I did like the use of a pentagram, pentagram, but it was upside down so that it couldn't really be a pentagram. We don't want to. We don't want to upset people, so we're going to use a pentagram, but the star's going to be pointed up. So, uh, 
Yeah, you wonder, was that hall the same hall that The weekend got lost in at, at Super Bowl? Maybe? Yeah. What? You didn't watch the Super Bowl that, halftime? Was that what? The weekend no. got lost in a hall. Oh, yeah, that was definitely most likely the same hall. Where you went inside the room with the mirrors and all that? Yeah, yeah that was probably the same spot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be. Happened at, happened at the same stadium. Weekend did it better. Really should, they should lo- evaluate their architecture there. Yeah, seriously, Tampa Bay, you've got some problems. People keep getting lost in the hallways. There's dimensional <laughs> portals in that stadium. Just saying. Well, I mean, we are the weekend was by the lights. Oh, you son of a bitch. You took yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I just can't feel my face when I'm with you. Ugh, gotta love it. Uh, okay, so I, I, I'll go ahead and throw, I'll throw a vote to the fiend. I'll back out on, on the cruiserweight match. It was still a good match. Yeah, so that that was that. that was my hesitation with calling the cruiserweight because it still was a good match. Uh, it just, it was, just it didn't meet its expectations. It wasn't as good as I expected it to be, but the fiend match was not even a good match. So and it was heavily hyped. Yeah. So yeah, I'll give him that. So moving on to worst performance of the week, worst singular performance overall could be inside the ring, outside the ring. <sighs> Could be the singer for Rhea Ripley's entrance. <laughs> yeah. um, Hold yourself. Live performances of ring entrances are not always a good thing. No, they aren't. She looks a little bit like if Indy or if uh, Shotzi and Io had a baby, though. A little bit. Just saying. <laughs> Too bad Shotzi's already in a in a music video with. <laughs> My worst performance of the week is going to go to Dakota Kai for not being pissed off that her protege just passed her up. They are trying to tell the Diesel Shawn Michaels storyline, and this should have ended with Dakota Kai kicking Raquel Gonzalez's face off after she won the title. Yeah, that would have been nice. Raquel anyway, can't kick that. And it may happen on Tuesday. But the first match that Raquel should have as a defense should be against Dakota Kai. I'm going to nominate um, fucking Dana Brooks' uh, costume as worst performance of the... <laughs> Mela's showed more, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, the difference is at least Mela's looked good uh, oh as a costume. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, the costume Dana looked good. Yeah, I thought you were saying the nipple. I was like, what the hell, man? No, the costume. Dana Brooke's costume looked like ass and showed her nipple. <laughs> like, to, to quote someone else on this uh, call, one job costume. <laughs> yeah, blame the costume. It's just, you know, that's it. Designer. Is, so I did see that Peyton Royce um, and Billy Kay took some backstage photos. Uh, is Peyton injured? I don't think she is. Is she? She just no. had a match with Oscar. Um, there, that's that's the what are we calling this? The the fail of the week. The uh, worst performance of the week. Worst yeah. performance of the week. Yeah, WWE booking for not sending those two out together again. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't even get why the, they broke. The Iconics up. need to be reunited. You don't have you. You've finally gotten to a point where maybe you can see. Naya and and uh, Baszler as a long-term tag team. I don't like it, but I can kind of see it. Uh, Reginald for not showing up. Is that an option? That definitely is an option because uh, it blew my picks for that match. 
but I, I, I would say WWE booking for not putting the Iconics back together when you had the when the window was there. And I understand Mela's Mela's the the bigger draw. I do. Um, then get rid of Lana and have Mela join up with Naomi or something. I'd be down with that. I uh. I, I I would say that it's to me very interesting that Carmella got brought back not very long ago with much hype and a new character and all of this stuff, and now she's just back to uh, Princess of Staten Island in the ring. She's... Different attire though; she doesn't wear sports-related attire now. It's well, no the the outfit she wore this time was very similar to one that she used to wear. Um, only for the pay-per-views, though. It wasn't her reg- regular okay. one. Okay, fair. But, but, like, she did the moonwalk in the ring again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was yeah. Um, I mean, I like it, but I'm like, I thought you were a new character. We're going back to New York now? Okay. Yep. Worst performance of the week. The commentators for pretending that we do not recognize Daba Kato when he came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, who is this monster that came into the ring and attacked him? Yeah, are, are you kidding us? It was, it was not that long ago you had Raw Underground and he was a featured performer on it. They clearly wanted um, to forget all about Raw Underground. Worst performance <laughs> of the week. Um, can we use can we use Hall of Fame stuff? <clears throat> sure. Pretending the Bella Twins were more impactful than they were. They had a push. It was a behind-the-scenes push. But on screen, they were not as impactful as, they, as they're giving them. And that drives me crazy. Drive me crazy. But they did do a lot, though. They did a ton behind the scenes. A boatload behind the scenes. They're also part of the reason that they renamed the titles to the Divots titles. You cannot give them more credit than they deserve. Um, you know, I I will play devil's advocate on it from this standpoint. Um, A, I 100% don't think they're as bad as we like to give them crap for. Uh, because this is a time when we had Eva Marie out there. Um, uh, and so, but B, um, I think it's worth giving them at least a little bit of credit because they were popular enough. They brought eyes to the ring and eyes on women's wrestling is what led to the women's revolution. Total Bellas, total Divas. I get it. Like, but even even when they were not even aspects that they push for are a plus. I do understand. But, yeah, but you're just, undermining just their talent. Treating them as exceptional in-ring performers. Well, but they were. I remember at one point, and now keep in mind, I haven't seen them wrestle in God knows how long, but they were a pretty decent tag team towards like their first few years in the ring. Yeah. They were also transitional from Diva to the Women's Revolution. So they do deserve a lot of credit. They Here's really what's important to remember is we cannot judge the Bella Twins in-ring performance by modern standards, right? Exactly. For the time, for the people that they were competing against at the time, they were quality. They are not compared to now, and I hope all of these rumors of them coming out of retirement to to re-enter are fake and false and, and fans just having wishful thinking because compared to modern wrestlers they can't hold up but at the time they were not as bad as people like to give them crap because again this was a time when you had ava marie you know out there just flaunting her goods um in hindsight you know the simple fact is uh the other hall of famer from this class this year molly holly 
a, a phenomenal, not to underestimate her influence and everything, but if she was out there on a daily basis against the modern, even in her prime, if she was out there right now, <coughs> she would not hold up to Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair. You know what I mean? And so we have to judge their them by their at the time. Ooh, I I think Molly could have held up. But I this. I don't, I don't know. That cannonball finisher from the top rope wouldn't have done anything nowadays. I, I, uh, I, I, this is not to diminish Molly Holly at all. But in the end, I will say the same thing about Lita, and I'll say the same thing about Trish Stratus, right? They were all important at their times, and they were all they all deserve all the praise that they got. But uh, just like um, even some of the best football players from the, the 70s and 80s, no matter how good they were, if you put them in a game today, most of them would struggle. Because Fuck the you, the bods would have been awesome. Brian's Bosworth was a machine. Okay, that's all. I, I just wanted to throw the boss in. Sorry. Aside from a small handful of football greats, <laughs> like if you, if you took Dan Marino in his prime and put him in the modern game, he probably still would be quite the machine. Yeah. Quite the machine, right? Yep. Uh, you, you put Bo Jackson in his prime in the modern game. Yeah, as, as I say, come to think of it, Dan Marino wouldn't have been. He was a pocket passer. Um, I, but that said, I mean, so's Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and he's the goat. So anyway, yeah, moving yeah. forward. But anyway, I just wanted to throw in a little more controversy, a little more something, something for you to think about. But at the end of the day, if you guys disagree, that's fine. Um, I'm sorry that you guys are such John Cena marks that you want to support his ex like that. That's fine. Just for assuming. I almost bought a spinner belt off Wish.com today. Ooh, it would have been two inches in length. Nope, mm-hmm. it was full size. It probably would have made of, been made of something toxic and illegal in America, but you know. I, I bought it take I, six months to arrive. I bought a uh, full size um, sofa style um, beanbag chair. I was going to use it to sit and read with my son. Oh, it was an inflatable footstool. <laughs> Fuck you, wish.com. Fuck you. But did it arrive in time? Yeah, I think it took all, all six weeks to get here from China. I, I ordered some stuff from wish.com. This was years ago. And I swear to God, I was still receiving packages almost a year later. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. So we will move on to, um, we didn't nominate anything for worst move, but uh, this is kind of like botch of the night, but it doesn't have to be a botch. It can just be a move that was bad. Like, I, I, I would say your white noise falls in that category. Um, uh most repulsive move, I would say, was was Apollo trying to slam the steps down onto Big E when he was laying on the other half of the steps. That was like, oh my god, you're going to k- kill him. Thank god he got out of the way. Um, but you're going to say the ripcord, so... No, I'm actually not. You're not? Okay, yeah. go on. I'm, Are you going to say Kyle O'Reilly? Nope, nope. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to say uh, The Fiend fucking dropping to a, a single RKO. Fair. That's fair. And he's no longer slow. Like, the Fiend randomly got quicker now. I'm like, okay, so you're just changing his complete demon demeanor, if you will. Where now, like, he felt like, I felt like he was a lot quicker in the ring. You were no? a lot quicker in the ring. 
Bray Wyatt is so good at what he does. Mike Rotunda, or not Mike Rotunda, that's his dad. Wyndham Rotunda is so good at what he does. They can literally write him shit. And they have. A lot. And he still stays relevant. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know what they're going to do with him now. Because this gene gimmick, I remember when it first started, we were all excited. And now I just can't wait for it to end. It went down a rabbit hole that it can't get itself out of. Because I really think the right move, the right move, in my opinion, today, and with the rain delay, it would have been perfect to just okay. Well, we're just going to move this and move one of those other matches to tomorrow. Um, but would have been to have a cinematic match, the the uh, Firefly Funhouse match from Randy, and every pay per view, every every WrestleMania, the Fiend does a "This Is Your Life" style match. Um, that's the Firefly Funhouse and and beat somebody. That's fine. He's not unbeaten. Bray Wyatt's not unbeaten at WrestleMania. He lost to The Undertaker. So you don't have to worry about him taking the Taker streak. You know who might be taking the Taker streak in losses Sasha. at WrestleMania? Sasha Banks! <laughs> Braun oh, still undefeated oh. at, at WrestleMania. Braun has the longest existing streak. He just tied RVD 4-0. That's that's my nominee for worst move, actually. Having Sasha Banks lose at WrestleMania. Now, I'm I'm gonna preface this by saying I 100 percent think having Bianca Belair as the champion is is the move to do. I just think you give fucking Sasha Banks, who's been such a team player and is legitimately one of the best women's wrestlers, or arguably one of the best wrestlers, period, in the world. You give yep. her a fucking win at WrestleMania. Well, Come maybe on. if she could leave WWE last year because she had a little fit, maybe Vince would have gave her the win. I just say that because you were mentioning team player, and she did have I'm, a little bit of fit. So I'm going to go on record. You are absolutely correct. She is the best right now. Right now, after WrestleMania week, in my opinion, she's the best wrestler in the world. That's even talking to you, Kenny Omega. That's it. Kenny Omega is going to come and collect his WWE Women's Championship. <laughs> Speaking of which, did anybody else notice that? Um, oh, who did a who did the Snapdragon Suplex over WrestleMania weekend? Somebody did a Snapdragon, and I was like, "Well, that's not as good as Kenny Omega." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember. It was night one, wasn't it? Yes, it was in night one, and it was like, well. And it may have been Drew and, and Bobby. I don't remember who did it. But I was like, yep, that you should never do because you can't do it as good. The Snapdragon <laughs> Suplex is best by Kenny Omega. It's that hip pop. It's oh, my God. Pop. It yeah. looks like a finisher when he hits it. It's so there bad. Be, there may be a lot to do thigh slaps. So maybe that's why it maybe hits a little more. <laughs> yeah. Somehow or another, he's able to get his arms down, <laughs> slap his thigh. <laughs> anyway. Okay. No, I, I don't blame you for saying that. That could be the worst move of the night is having Sasha lose. And again, I 100% think that having Bianca Belair as champion is, is an important thing. It's a good thing. She's proved it. I just think you've got Sasha Banks. She, uh, going into this, was 0-5, I think, at WrestleMania. Now she's 0-6. Yep. Um, but only 0-1 one, oh one in singles matches at WrestleMania. So, you know, take it easy on her. So, but that's, that's I don't know. Like, I'm 100% down with Bianca Belair winning. In fact, um, 
it's important to note that Bianca Belair winning was one of the few times in the championship matches uh, over WrestleMania weekend that the face won. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I will also say, I'm going to nominate one more. Um, Bad Bunny encouraging bad transportation tactics, standing on the top of a trailer to get somewhere. Yeah, that's not not safe. It's very unsafe. Please don't do that. Yeah, learn from us who lived through Teen Wolf. Um, street <laughs> surfing, not safe. No. That wasn't, that wasn't Teen Wolf. That was Back to the Future. It was also Teen Wolf, I guess, wasn't it? Because he did literally street surfing. He got up there and they played uh, Surfing USA as he surfed through town as a wolf. <laughs> I will also point out that Teen Wolf also lied to us. The hairy person is not the most popular guy in school. Uh, <laughs> not that I have personal uh, experience with he, that. He is if he wins basketball championships and he's five foot four and can dunk. I don't know. The hairy guy at my school didn't even get a shot to win basketball championship. Was he that good? Was he a great basketball player? They never gave him a chance because he was the hairy guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The segues we go on. So we will move on to worst moment. Out of all of this week in professional wrestling and WWE and sports entertainment, what was the worst single worst moment? Nigerian drum match. Wow. I don't know if that's the worst. Jeez. Uh, man, I don't know. I'll get back to me. What's your worst moment? Uh, Logan Paul being at WrestleMania at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you got a stunner. I rescind my Nigerian drum match. <laughs> I, I, I hate the Apollo. I hate the Apollo storyline. Hate it. I just. You don't believe he is a Nigerian prince? No. I, His I, accent I like, way too thick. Like it's crazy. Like too much. Like bro. I feel like it's so stereotypical. I'm not gonna say racist because he gets to choose what he does. Because it's stereotypical of a black guy from Africa. Oh, well, there's that. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, even as he does it, it's just too, like, it's too much. Like, bro, you're overreaching with the accent. Like, at least make it somewhat, if you're gonna, if you're given this Nigerian king role, like, I don't know, like, tone it down a bit. Like, it, it sounds almost comedic, which. When I say the boy's got his own money, I mean the boy's got his own money. <laughs> yeah, as comedic as that, you know, like, damn. <laughs> yeah, if it, it was coming to America, maybe. Mm. But it's it's really, it's really the, the I don't know. It just, ugh. I'm not sold on Apollo as an Nigerian prince. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Well, I mean, it could be that we've got like five years of hearing him talk without an accent at all. And then yeah, all that... of a sudden, and he's just like, finally, I get to talk with my real voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the other ones weren't your real voice? Yeah, what? Um, also, honorable mention, uh, worst moment. Um, whoever did the prosthetics for uh, Alexa Bliss's black goo squirting out. Um, it just, it was, it was like a super soaker squirting out. It didn't look right. God, I was oddly turned on by it. 
Wait a minute. Why did she have black goo exactly? What did that do? Who fucking knows? <laughs> we don't have a story yet. <laughs> I was wondering. I'm like, oh, the whole Randy Orton black goo. I'm like, but why does she have it on her? What's going it's on? Coming here? out of her, out of her school this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, uh, reasons. Reasons. <laughs> she also changed attire. Yeah. During and, the match. Yeah. And hairstyle. And makeup. Yep. I mean, seriously, mad props to her for the attire change and everything. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't understand. I, I. I was legitimately. Oh my god, she's now the one in control. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's what I thought they were doing at first, and then. And then the feed lost. <laughs> lost. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Are, what? What? Uh, Sphinker says what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Thank you for picking up what I was sitting down. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted to play along. I appreciate that. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you yours. But but it's Logan Paul is really the fuck Logan Paul. Well, I mean, at so, least he got the stunner. At least he didn't, you know, because he was sitting there. I'm like, oh, really? He's just gonna sit there and not even commentate? He was literally he, just sitting there watching the match. I was like, okay. He I'll sold the stunner too. I I gotta give him that he sold it. Yeah. At least they didn't give him the 24/7 champion. I mean, at least it would have been at WrestleMania, on WrestleMania, and I would have been like, "Hey, at least you recognize this title." So, is that what they're doing now? Is is it going to be two celebrities per WrestleMania, and one of you is going to be in the Hall of Fame? Is that pretty much what it is now? What do well, you mean? to? I I think they realized that nominees for the celebrity wing were starting to dry up, and so, so they're trying uh, to overload it. Okay, they've got to load That's up fair. some celebrities that they can. I mean, they did Shatner this year. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. And Ozzy. They actually and did. Ozzy. Yeah, two. Yeah. Shatner last year, Ozzy this year. Okay, yeah. But. Yeah, when you do Ozzy Osbourne, who yeah, can't Ozzy's make only it. there for like one mania, no? Like, what's no, going on? No, he did, he did several entrances for people. Oh, uh, okay. He did one for Crazy Train on the Crazy Train album and one the All My Life I've Been Over the Top. I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is that. <laughs> that was pretty good. Well done. I don't want to stop, is what he says there in the I, I, I part. You can, I can understand Ozzy better when he sings than I can when he talks. Yeah. What'd you say? That's because I'm the Prince of Fucking Darkness. Oh, okay. Now I get it. <laughs> so, well, enough hey, with talking sorry. about the bad. Let us move on to the good, the best. Because, surprisingly enough, I think we, we can all say that we were pleasantly surprised with the overall quality of this week in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a whole, we were impressed with most of them. Really, it's three matches in the middle of night two. And mm-hmm. it's the beginning of night two till they recapped night one. So what was the single best moment of the uh, Bianca win. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that too. It, it was emotional. I I wanted it to be Ripley winning because I'm a huge Rhea Ripley fan. Bianca never won the NXT title. Um, that match was great. It, if you want to give it a specific moment in that, Bianca whipping Sasha with her hair. That oh, and she had scars for that too. Jesus, people people are talking about it everywhere. So. Um, I, I, I will say that Bianca is, is the number one. Um, I, I will say giving Bobby Lashley a clean submission win over Drew McIntyre 
is a pretty big thing. Uh, yeah, that's two clean victories at WrestleMania in a row um, for the for the WWE title. That it shows that they have faith in Bobby Lashley as their top champion, and uh, for it to be I, absolutely clean over Drew McIntyre um, was a big deal. I think I like that Drew didn't tap too. I think mm-hmm. that gives us additional matches in the future. You couldn't make me tap, or you know that type yep. of stuff. The the very very Stone Cold esque moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I will also say Cesaro, man. I feel like they finally what they got with Cesaro, though. They were really building up Cesaro with his whole repertoire. You know, it's been he's been here for so long. It's th- this was his first singles WrestleMania match since he's been there, which is just bonkers to even think of. But I feel like they are gonna have big things for him now. I at least I'm hoping because I think we might be on the on the verge of Cesaro mania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a Kofi-esque run here. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And what a match that was. Like, okay, the swings aside. Oh. And I it was I wouldn't... it was a fun match. Like mm-hmm. that's that was the part I was most impressed with. It was the match the of all the matches, this was the one that made you just go, This is just fun to watch. Yeah. This isn't this isn't oh my god moments left and right. This isn't all that. Um it was just genuinely fun to watch. Wrestling match and it set you he got into his face bag, if you will, where he was doing a lot of moves too that were like old school set and I'm like, Yes, this is what I want to see. It was a Um, fun match. A great match. It was probably the most fun match. It wasn't the best match. It was the most fun match, though. I just, I was like, God, I, I, I'm grinning ear to ear, just marking out for all of it. I was just like, this yeah. is so much fun. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, if uh, Bianca Belair, I feel if the, the Bianca Belair match wasn't there, I feel like that might have been my match of the night. Of the night, yes. Of the week, no. Of the night, yeah. Not the week. That the week is uh, too crazy. I still feel like I'm with that Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, well, we'll get to that. I promise. <laughs> Before so, Smart says, we'll get to that. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there are a lot of of other moments I could talk about for best moment, but I think a lot of them fit better in the best move. When we're talking about moment, it's it's hard to argue with Bianca Belair standing triumphant at the end of night one. Um, there, I would say if you t- if you were talking non match related, the best moment was Bailey's irritating bullshit. It was so fucking fun. Yeah, I had a blast with. Ba- I, at first, I was like, God, this is annoying, and then by the end of the night two, I was like, This is a lot of fun. Her coming out here and be- being just. I believe in Bailey now. I'm a I'm a Bayleaver now. Boo. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but well, I'm glad you're finally on the, that train. I mean, I've been loving her. Best moment. It was just uh, a lot of she she made she made no match in WrestleMania a WrestleMania moment still, and that yeah. was pretty cool. Um, that best best moment was whenever they decided to have Lana and Naomi be the first people eliminated from that tag turmoil ter- match. <laughs> Um, Not for me. I picked them to win. <laughs> I did too. But I'm glad I was wrong. <laughs> oh, anyway, I picked them so... because they were literally the worst team there, but I felt like they were going to push them. And to have them be the first eliminated, I was like, well, I'm wrong there, and I'm happy about it. 
Bianca no winning was so much so the best moment that her opponent, who was playing a heel, who's very good at playing a heel, was caught on camera by fans smiling about how great that was to see Bianca holding the title. Of the- now, it's important to note that that moment was set up by the fact that the match was absolute fire. Yes. Right. If Bianca Belair had just won, but it had been a mediocre match, I don't know if we'd be talking about his best moment. No. But that match was top tier from beginning to end. Yes, it was. And um, because of that, I think we all agree Bianca Belair best moment. Is this the first time we've seen Bianca's hair used against her and by her? I guess we've seen her use it against other people before. (laughs) But I don't know that we've seen it be used against her as much as it was. It might be the first time on main roster. It happened a lot in NXT. Okay. But it did happen roster, roster. Yeah. But so yeah, yes. I, excellent I, I, match I, to Bianca. Excellent match to Bianca. And, and oh my god, that superplex where she literally picked her up and went up the steps. Oh my god. Yeah, just holding her in the air. It was fantastic. Oh, just she's so strong. So strong. Oh, amazing. Definitely a match of the night uh there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, now you're going to say best move. Um, no, breakout star of the week. Breakout star of the week. This I is think we all predicted Bianca, and I think, it I think it's Bianca. I think she's the breakout. The, the problem is I, I don't know if she's breakout because I think yeah, we she's... all knew she was the star. Yeah. Um, um, I, I'll give it to Bad, Bad Bunny. If, if it's not <laughs> her, it's Bad Bunny. Uh, Bad, Bad Bunny definitely at least um, deserves props for it. Um, because he did a lot better than Kyle O'Reilly. Maybe we knew he was great. Mm-hmm. That that's what I I was gonna say. I mean, going into all of this, like looking at NXT, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly is probably the best option. I mean, he's separated from Adam Cole officially by beating mm-hmm. Adam Cole officially. Yeah, he's no longer in Adam Cole's shadow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. So that could be it, but I, I feel like Bad Bunny's probably the the breakout star of this. Way more impressive than any of us. <laughs> we all, all of all three of us on this podcast, eat crow over predicting him to be the worst performance of the week. And it's uh, just really awesome that he is such a super fan. And it's like, bro, like you literally lived your dream. Not only did you live your dream in music or whatever, but you literally, as a wrestling fan, lived your dream and put on a stellar match you know yeah. like that's just freaking awesome just to look at it at that point of view too and um to and a, of course, a bunny destroyer yes yeah. and we do also have to talk about whatever they're setting up for the next step with him with the briefcase and the golden skull mic I don't know what that's setting up, but they're setting up something big down the road for him. So. Oh, really? Wait, what happened there? What did you notice? Adam. You didn't see that? It was it was before he was on top of the semi. They had that scene with Triple H handing him a briefcase saying, "You great match yesterday, you, but now I have one more thing for you to do. Oh, snap. No, I didn't. A briefcase. And at first I thought it was the Money in the Bank briefcase. I was like, what the fuck? But then he got <laughs> on top of the semi, opened it up, and there was like a gold skull mic microphone in it. So I don't know what that's setting up. I mean, is he is he doing the theme song to Money in the Bank, maybe? Could be. Oh, that might make sense. Yeah. Um, when is Money in the Bank? It's like coming up, no? Yeah, we got what, one. Next pay-per-view. Yeah. It's either the next or one in between, but. Anyway. 
Moving forward. Unless he's in it, he's either in the match or he's going to do the theme song. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of another breakout star. Um, you know, Tamina was supposed to be something special a long time ago, and she's finally something above average. So I guess she broke out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe Tamina might be a good thing because this is the first time I actually cared and or paid attention to her more. And even the crowd was kind of on her side too. Yeah. So she, uh, she was she was better than everybody but Shayna Baszler in that match. And that pains me to say because Natty's Natty's a historical figure in women's wrestling. Doesn't pain me to say it. Yeah, I know. Me neither, man. Like, there's something wrong with Natty. Like, she's a great trainer. She was trained by the best two and whatever. But she's just, I don't get, she just, she doesn't have great charisma. Like, that's one thing she's really, really lacking that she can't seem to get is charisma. I will say she got a little more charisma recently. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, I will say that she's a fucking heart and she can't put on the sharpshooter right. Yeah, she still did it wrong again. Yeah. That could have had something to do with trying to wrap tree trunks around her leg, though. Yeah, that makes sense. I do find it very humorous, though, that it was obvious to see uh, Naya help her get it over. Yeah. Like, but I mean. Obvious. No one was going to believe that either way, though. (laughs) That's true. So moving on to best performance of the week. This is overall performance in and out of the ring. Um, Not necessarily best match, not necessarily winner, but, you know, best performance. Um, There's a lot of potential options for this, to be perfectly honest. But if if you had to give an award for the best performance of the entire week, single person... I don't know who I I just don't like. Heyman yelling to Edge to break up the whole Yeah, that thing. was awesome. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. When he's yelling, break up the whole. <laughs> go, 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 break up, break up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like, oh, yeah, of course you'd want that. Yeah, like you're going to root for Edge in that exact second. Even though Roman's your guy, because you don't want Roman to tap. Which maybe um, might lead to a breakup or something. I don't know. Maybe they won't do anything with that. Oh, but then, like, if Roman's Roman sees that, he'll be like, so you had no faith in me? Ba 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 ba. Maybe not. But I could see him getting more egotistical with it. They could. Or he could just go, hey, smart play. <laughs> yeah, true. Not that I would have tapped, but you still hide my back. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed, and maybe Jay Uso, perhaps, um, at least they're giving him more recognition. They're calling him like the main event. They were saying something along the lines of, uh, that, well, I don't know, I forgot what they were calling him, but like main event Jay I, Uso, yeah. main event Jay he, Uso, he, he's so. the one who won the battle royal. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah, the Andre the Giant uh, thing, yeah, Andre, so. he's 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 a giant now. <laughs> um, I, I would say at least a contender for best performance of the week is Cesaro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's um, that's a solid. You know, well, I it, mean, that match wasn't super long, only 11 minutes or so. Um, 23 swings. But 23 swings. Swing, 32 in total. 32 in total if you include the first round of swings. First Which, eight, FYI, someone got right on our thing, on our pool. Yeah, I predicted 30. Um, <laughs> and so that's close. But no cigar. But no cigar. Close only counts in hand shoes and horse grenades. 
Oh, those horse grenades. Those are dangerous things, you know. But I mean, the thing is, though, I don't know if you can really give it to... Well, I mean, you can give it to whoever you want. It's your opinion. But the thing is, like, giving it to Cesaro, just kind of like, we already know he's so good. You know what I mean? But I guess now that... I guess Vince sees it or how the commentator this is the first time I, see, I hear the commentators talk about him in such a way where he seems like he's main event status sort of. Deal. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say one that I'm going to, that I think is, is, uh, is a cop out because we're supposed to do different stuff. Um, but I'm going to say it because before the call, before we started recording our podcast, I said one particular wrestler is the best wrestler in the world right now. And I did not say that up until this weekend. And by saying that, um, I think that, that I have to admit that this is the performance, best performance. Uh, Sasha Banks is the best wrestler right now. This moment, she's the best wrestler in the world. And for that reason alone, I have to say that's the best performance. It is indeed hard to argue. That's very true. Yep. So, but there were other really good options this week. Really good options. Um, Scarlett Bordeaux is almost as okay. No, she's not. Um, she's coming along in the Heyman esque, being in the right spot, yelling the right things. So I'll give her that, but she's not Heyman. I'd maybe even argue Raquel. Raquel, Raquel uh, I mean, she's already generally pretty awesome, but the way she manhandled freaking, I always Eo. forget her name, Eo, Eo. Uh, was just savage. And yeah. I'm like, man, this girl's a star. Almost to the point where I'm like, man, if Vince does watch NXT, he'd definitely want to grab her in a heartbeat and then I'd be really scared for what they do with her. But, oh, she's so good. I, I'm going to roll back to a prior category since I kind of forgot this in NXT. Um, Indy Hartwell might be the breakout performer. She did surprisingly well, yes. So, I'm going to... We shouldn't forget. Even though she was in a tag team that she lost, she did very well in that match. So... Yes, and I mean, here's the, there's a lot of people that we could talk about on on NXT. Like you mentioned, the, this was the first match in a while that Swerve impressed you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I still think he should have won. I think he was yeah. the true uh, winner of that match. Um, when talking about uh, best performance of the week, it's hard not to nominate Karrion Cross or Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, or even Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that was probably the best build to a storyline is Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, followed by Karrion Cross and Finn Balor. I think the build for both of those were great. So. And I think a lot of people would even say Walter, you know, potentially best performance of the week. Or My or... lord, the welts on his chest. Oh, my God. That poor table. <laughs> Oh yeah, the chop. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, about the only thing that I I will I will since you bring that up, I will nominate that for um, worst moment as well, only because when the camera went back to show the devastation of that chop on the table, uh, they lingered a little bit too long, and you could see the obvious cut marks, uh, perfectly straight zigzag cut marks of of a circular saw weakening that table so that you know what i mean and i'm just like that's a moment where they they should have showed it a lot briefer so that we didn't all go oh look it was cut 
Wait, did we we did worst performance earlier? Yes. I don't know how I forgot to nominate Kevin Dunn. Uh, maybe you were still <laughs> sick to your stomach. Oh my god, yeah. the dude snorted snorted more cocaine than than uh, freaking Scarface. Like it was bad, just in and out, in and out, up down. Uh, oh, literally had to change positions. <laughs> I know I've said it earlier in the podcast. Kevin Dunn, slow the fuck down in Roman Reigns matches. <laughs> Does he only do Roman's ways, Roman Reigns matches, though? Or he does it for the whole pay-per-view? He does it for all of them. Just in the Roman Reigns matches, I think he goes overboard. <laughs> I think I think he gets orders from above to make this match look especially cool. And Ugh. he's like, aye, aye, Captain. Ooh, we'll make the lights red. Oh, we already do that for The Fiend. Oh. We'll make the Zoom lights red. Zoom in and out a lot. Zoom in and out. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, it, was, it was, oh, it's so nauseating. As soon as there started being chair shots and, and lots of hits at one time, I was just like, I'm going to have to go grab a Dr. Pepper Zero with cream soda. America, Hash- fuck yeah. <laughs> Hashtag still not sponsored. <laughs> but, no, I, I I will agree on a lot of those. Um, but oh, overall best performance, I just it's hard not to say either Bianca Belair or Sasha Banks. Um, but in terms of, I've always uh, kind of said that that the heel's job is to make the face look good, even if the face is losing. Um, but especially if the face is winning, and that shows yeah. how well did she Sasha. Do it? Yeah, Sasha again, best wrestler in the world. Um, we move on to under hype of the week. This is the thing. This is the sleeper match of the week. The one they didn't talk about, and uh, we came away from it going, "Holy shit!" Uh, it was hyped, um, but it was underhyped. I, I feel like I'm being a, a broken record, but Sasha and Bianca. Um, have to be mentioned here. I don't think they're the the best under hype of the week. Um, I think it might be Bad Bunny. <laughs> I don't know. I I would probably go with Seth uh, Seth and Cesaro because honestly, it wasn't really hyped, hyped, hyped per se. Okay. At one, I mean, I guess it's been a month perhaps since that whole Seth came back and everyone left him. Cesaro stayed and then left. And then, okay, so it started since then. But um, I don't think anyone except true diehard fans of both Seth and Cesaro uh, was expecting this to be overly crazy, I guess, or at least the, the main uh, main booking team, if you will. But, man, it even... I knew it was going to be a good match, but, oh, it was still heck of a lot of fun. Bad Bunny, I'm sure, for sure, gets that there, too, because, boy... He surely surprised the heck I mean, out of us. WWE hyped that heavily. But they did. That's true. I mean, if you if if you want to take our underhypes or WWE's underhypes, uh, WWE's underhype, um, Raquel Gonzalez fits in that category. Um, mm. That match. Um, my personal underhype, the Universal title was a lot better than I expected it to be. Ah. This is uh, McIntyre and Lashley? No. No. Oh, Roman, Reigns. Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. It was the, better. I wouldn't put the, it as underhype of the week, but I yeah. For me personally, because I was hyping it down so much, and I can admit that, and it was so much better than I expected. Um, but for by that same token, Smarks for you personally, it's the Braun and, and Shane one. 
you you beat the shit out of that match and it was better it was than expected actually better um the other one i would say might be considered under hype of the week is pete dunn versus Kushida because it didn't get a whole lot of talk i would before. give you that um yeah and it was a phenomenal fucking match um, yep. The only reason it might not count as under hype of the week is just those of us who know Kushida uh, know that a match versus Pete Dunne was going to be fucking phenomenal, right? It was going to be lights out. Yeah, they need to quit having Kushida lose, though. Yes, they need. They need to. He needs to go on a tear. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, I mean, I I would love to see Santos Escobar versus Kushida for the title. Um, I would have again. loved to see Jordan Deflin versus Kushida for the title again, or the first time through this one. Um, but I'd like to see Kushida take the title off of Gargano, and Gargano go give that to a, that that cruiserweight title some immense credibility. I, and I said this the other day, to in a private conversation. Um, Gargano's small enough; he can do it. He can be in two hundred five or on. They, they on, can even. Build that into his character. He's like, you know, I've I've held every belt except for that cruiserweight belt. Might as well yep. go collect it. You know, make him um, the collector. And, yeah, and, like, and like, even more than the collector, have have him be the cocky son of a bitch who's like, listen, I'm so good. I'll just walk in there and fucking take it, and then have him do it, uh, <laughs> or have him struggle to get it a couple times to put other guys over. You know, I want that title. Santos Escobar beats him, so he's at the bottom of the list. And then Swerve beats Santos Escobar, and now he goes after Swerve, and Swerve beats him. I think Gargano could play the heel role, win the belt off of Santos, uh, Santos Escobar, uh, and then, uh, but use heel tactics, right? I mean, that's the whole point of having Austin Theory out there. Um, to, to use heel tactics. So he comes in there and he wins, but he wins by making the other person look like a fucking rock star. Um, and then have him keep the belt for a while by winning, making the other person look like a fucking rock star. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, we'll move on to the oh my God moment of the week or the surprise of the week. Um, oh my God moment of the week. Uh, Bad Bunny is actually decent. Yep. Um, would definitely be an oh my god moment. The the slaps in the in the in the Walter versus Champa match. <laughs> I hurt just watching it. I was like, oh my god. And then seeing Walter go up the ramp with the rest of Imperium. First of all, I thought Imperium was about to jump him, and I was like, what the hell are these guys going to do? Because they kept looking over to him for him to guide when they're going to do their stand thing. And then you see his chest, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that is literally the terminology I use. So I'm going to go ahead and say that that's my oh, my God moment. Walter's chest. Walter's <laughs> chest. Um, yeah, I would maybe uh, I would maybe say the uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, through the table. Are you talking about when they went through, through the, the ramp? ramp? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was kind of expected, but then him breaking the sideboard to get to him, <laughs> I, I was like, like what? what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> like, those guys, honestly, that was the quickest 30 minutes in my life. It was so entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, I got to rewatch that match again. I mean, 
And it just made Kyle O'Reilly look so much more important. Like, this is the first time I felt like, wow, dude, like I want to pay attention to you now. He was always a good wrestler, but now he has that attitude to go along with it that makes me more interested, you know? But yeah, ramp slash uh, sideboard ramp kicking and grabbing Kyle O'Reilly. Oh my god, somebody tried to do a Snapdragon suplex and it looked like crap compared to Kitty Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there were a lot of oh my god moments of the Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole match, but it's yeah. an unsanctioned match that's going to have those. Um, oh my god, he made Drew pass out. Now, yeah. having Drew lose, I mean, I, I, just in general, having Drew lose was an oh my god moment. Because I think a lot of people went into this uh, thinking this is where Drew's going to retake the belt, you know, yeah. and uh, I, I was hoping that they didn't do that not because i don't like drew because i do i think he i think he was a phenomenal champion while he was champion uh but because i think bobby lashley deserves a run with the belt for a while and to take it off him so soon just turns him into another transitional champion that's it um so um, do not forget (laughs) that two people we're afraid this would be their last shot at a title at a WrestleMania, which by the way, that's a dumb reason to be in the title match at WrestleMania is this might be my last shot at it because there's a lot of people who this is might be my last chance to get a title shot at WrestleMania. Braun Strowman, if you have a car accident tomorrow, even though you're young, this could be your last shot to get a title shot at WrestleMania. Apparently, if you say that, they give it to you. Yeah, but they're more alluding to, hey, my career is pretty much up. And... I understand what they're alluding to. I didn't like the terminology. That said, the oh my God moment medically of the week is there's a dude with per- concussion protocol that just took a concerto. A concerto. <laughs> and there's a dude who had spinal stenosis who just took a concerto. Yes. Yeah. Those are both, both oh my god moments. And I understand that they're safe and Kevin Dunn definitely made it so we'd never know if they actually hit it or not because my <laughs> god was he moving all over the place at that time. Um, but that is a medical oh my god moment. Is it safe to say Roman wrecked everything and left? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I will acknowledge Make that. that. In- Maybe maybe that ending of that match, though, honestly, got me, oh, my God, because that was such a savage way to end it. Drag both men on top of each other and then pin them like so boss. I think that's why I enjoyed the match that much more. Uh, I'll throw in an, oh, my God, moment from that same same match, though. Um, Edge had Roman in was the Edgecutor. The you're talking about the cripple, the crossface. Yeah, and then Daniel oh, no, Bryan just coming in and being like, "Fuck, I'll do it too." Um, that was my, uh, I that might have been my favorite single moment in that entire match. Um, just that Daniel Bryan being like, and then they hit each other in their head, like, yeah. but just just like it, it, this way, if he taps out, we both win. So then it can be you and me. And, uh, over and he can't tap out because <laughs> there's it. no hands left. <laughs> It's like I, I could come in here and try to break up this submission maneuver, right? But I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna put on my own submission maneuver, <laughs> um, so that I know you can't win 
with a submission maneuver, and I'm putting up some pain on this guy. I thought that was brilliant. So yeah, that was really awesome. That was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe oh my god, uh, Titus and Hogan dressing up as pirates. <laughs> Bad oh my god. <laughs> Bad oh my god. Yeah, like oh my god. Oh really? my god, moment of the week. Uh, EO jump. I if I if I was to give yeah, it to EO particular skull move, jump. EO skull jump. When she hits the metal grates. I was like, oh, my God. The only reason I didn't bring that up in Oh My God moment of the week is the next category is single best move. And that was going to be my nominee for best move. Um, Fair enough. uh, The single best move of the week was that skull jump. Um, You know, and she did it like she had no fear. Like, she just, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm in. They call her the genius of the sky for a reason. Yeah. She doesn't have fucking fair. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Whee! I mean, she's she's jumped off the top of a cage with a garbage can over her head. Yeah, that's true. She literally has no fear. Um, Se- second to it, probably the Jordan Devlin back moonsault. Yeah, uh, how he landed that is beyond me because you should jump out farther for those. So that was very impressive. Making it more wasn't good, right? What? That was the match I missed. I was at work. Yeah. Is that oh, match going to? Uh, overall, it wasn't the best match, but it had just that phenomenal. And that moonsault, which the moonsault actually turned into more of a, of a, uh, what's Billy Kidman's old move? It was banned. Brock Lesnar broke his neck. Shooting star press. It was just a slightly backwards shooting star press, but because he had, he almost had to drop straight down with his moonsault. It it looked it, the effort would have had to be more like a shooting star press because he almost had to jump forward. Oh wow! Okay. Because it was straight down, like it was straight down. Santos Escobar was six inches at most away from the from the ladder. Would you say, Smarks? Uh yeah, it was pretty close. It was really to close to the ladder. So, um, best singular move. Um, there was only one destroyer done this weekend, and it was done by Bad Bunny. I'm not <laughs> saying it's the best singular move, but there was a destroyer done. And so I, I have to give credit where credit's due. John Morrison, you made a dude who doesn't wrestle do a, sing- uh, a destroyer. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Was that maybe a bunny hop? Yeah, you gotta stop, man. Yeah, no, not, not, no. Quit trying to. That's. Man. That's that's just as bad as maybe Cole's Rainia thing. <laughs> WrestleRania. I guess I guess we're in WrestleRania. Even Joe didn't like it. So if Joe doesn't like it, you know it's bad. And you, it, cool. I mean, with that, you have to include. There's so many best moves. There's whipped with a hair. There's um, double crossface slash yes lock thing. There's, um, there's the, uh, Tope Suicidas every time those happened. There's, um, Karrion Cross, uh, finishing off Finn Balor. Um, there's wrapping a chain around your knee. Oh, yeah. To finish off Adam Cole. Um, there's going through the table to finish, to, or through the, the ramp with, with uh, Kyle O'Reilly just putting him through the ramp. Um, there's breaking the side of the ramp off to get to it. <laughs> I mean, there's dozens of great moves to talk about. There's Sheamus's brogue kick in the air, upside down to Matt Riddle. 
to win That's the title. worth pointing out. That one was phenomenal. Um, yeah, it, I the blame build... RBT's bling papers. <laughs> it, it got riddled all all out of loop, and it's like, damn, bro, these are great rolling papers. I gotta try these. these I gotta try these before my match. And here we are. Birds <laughs> randomly started flying with the WWE hat on their freaking head. <laughs> um, yeah, there's tons. Um, I, I might have to say the Sheamus one. That stopped me in my tracks. I went, he timed that perfect. He did. It was, it was phenomenal. It, there, there were a lot. There were a lot of really good ones. You know, um, it's, it's hard to choose just one, but... But we will move on to the final category, the final charge, best match of the week. And I'm going to preface this by saying that I think before WrestleMania night one, we might have all had at least some sort of agreement on what it was. WrestleMania night one came along and might have threw some some wrenches into into what we were thinking. We may still have landed on the same one, but but it made it a lot harder of a choice. I think we can go through each individual night, and I can solidly say that every single night the main event was the best match, including the double main events on Wednesday, on Thursday. Yeah, that that's the only reason I would say you you have to include it as a double main event because to me, uh, my pick for best match of the week, and and uh, this may be the Finn Balor mark in me, but it's that Karrion Cross Finn Balor match. That match, from a storytelling standpoint, from a work rate standpoint, was was top tier. And what I would have named prior to WrestleMania Night One. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then WrestleMania Night One came along, and that Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks might have changed people's minds. I still go very, very the razorsest edge to the Finn Balor carrying cross match, but it's it's so tight, toy like a toy girl. I think that you could have put any of the five main events, the real main events, because I don't think main events can open a show. I'm sorry, Drew and Bobby. I just don't. It is categorically not the main event if it's the opening of the show. It was still a problem match, but not the main event. Any of the five main events can be considered. There's an argument for all of them. I, I, the Bianca Sasha match made me, made me go, oh my gosh, I watched Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor twice, and it was not as good as this, because I did watch Karrion Cross Finn Balor twice. I guess I have to go back on that match, maybe I randomly dozed off or something, but I'm not remembering that Bauer Cross match all that well. In fairness, I, there was a lot of wrestling to watch this week. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and I would assume, I mean, here's the deal. I have, I'm have i on the phone with, I'm the NXT mark, and I'm on the phone with two AEW marks, who more than likely did not watch AEW, but definitely went caught up on it. I I didn't even catch up. I mean, I saw what happened at you the end of it. AEW, but that's it. I didn't even turn <laughs> on the So... So full disclosure for me, I watched AEW instead of uh, NXT Night One. Oh, um, really? Live, but for there are a couple reasons. Couple reasons, um, and I'll explain them. It wasn't you exactly control those commercials. Um, He's in my car. Um, but it kind of came down to this: a, I was kept a little bit late at work, so okay. um, I didn't get out of there right off the bat. Um, I get home, 
And uh, because of a titling change to NXT, my DVR did not record NXT. Ah. So for me to watch it at that point, it was either join it live half an hour into it and miss the first, I mean, it was more than half an hour, 45 minutes into it, miss the first four matches um, or wait until it was over and then watch watch it on replay. So I made that choice. That commercial was, free on replay. Yes. So then I watched it commercial free on replay. Um, so so it wasn't entirely by choice that I chose AEW over NXT. So A, you got home late. Two, your DVR didn't work. Exactly. It's also really super weird because it played on the USA Network on night one, right? It, but it also played on the WWE Network. So when you guys went to commercial break on the USA Network, WWE was still showing the match, but they weren't really doing much. Like they did a few little things, and then you randomly hear the voice cut for like two <laughs> yeah. seconds. Say we'll be right back after this, and then you'd hear every, the sound entirely cut out, and then come back. And the then cut back, thing, and then the they wouldn't really talk world. for a while. You just hear the match, and then it would cut out. <laughs> And, and then the, the camera would zoom out, kind of thing. Be like, "Hey, welcome back." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So just, just, just fuck us who are in Canada and have the WWE Network. I see how it is. It was that way. Better than picture, picture. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um. So the other thing, and and I just wanted there was a most overused phrase that that was not one of our categories. Um, the most overused phrase was used twice by Corey Graves and three times by Beth Phoenix. What is so-and-so made of? <laughs> I thought you were going to go with, it's been one year, one month, and one day since we've had a live crowd. That's in that category, except for NXT's had live crowds for months. <laughs> okay, fair. So, uh, on all, on three out of four shows, we heard, what is blah blah made of? Well, they're human beings who train really hard and put more effort in than the average person would ever even try to do. Hey. That's what they're made of. Made of grit. <laughs> I actually was hearing that in my head before you said it. I'm proud you said it. I have great minds to collect. So, so for me, like I said, I still say best match, in my opinion, was the Finn Balor carrying cross one. Uh, a lot of people online put the Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole as the best match. A lot of people put the Walter versus Ciampa as the best match. I can't argue with them except for, for me, the Finn Balor carrying cross was. That's all I can say, you know? Uh, Walter good too. Yeah, All they, six of those have a reasonable argument. Yeah, that's yeah, their opinions are valid and I can't say that they're wrong. I just, for me, I had a very, very slight uh, bigger emotional attachment to the Finn Balor versus uh, Karrion well, I'm going to take you into deep water and I'm going to drown you. I also, while I no, was I'm... sad to see uh, Finn Balor lose, uh, I was also excited to see Karrion Cross win. I kind of expected it, but it's still, you know. Now, that's Finn Balor's first loss for a title at a, at a takeover. Yes. Ever. Ever. Both oh, wow. and, it's, and it's only his second loss at a takeover. Yes. One was to Gargano, Revenge, and one was to Adam Cole. And he needed to lose the Gargano match for the Revenge. That, that tells the right So, yeah. That uh, I, agree. Uh, I agree. I don't, man. I 
If I'm picking something on NXT, sure, I guess I'd go with the Kyle, uh, Kyle and uh, Cole. But I really like the Io Raquel match. Yeah, I Sorry. can't argue with that. I really thought that was fun. Like that was a really good time. It is. It is worth noting that NXT has four matches that we would consider in the top, uh, and WWE really only has the two, two, maybe three. You could maybe count Cesaro and 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 Seth in there, and people would not be upset about it. Um, but well, but the problem I, is I, I think... night two is just so trash. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, aside from the main event, not. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say yeah. so trash. <laughs> I don't. Because... I don't know if the main event was better because the rest of the night was crap. That's I, I the think, hard. I think I, it honestly would have been a good match though. So, so here's where I'm gonna step in and maybe be be a little bit of the um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Fiend's advocate. Uh, yeah. Um, I I don't think night two of WrestleMania was crap. It just was not up to the level of. Night one and stand and deliver nights one and two, right? I said this before we went on air. If they had switched the night, if night two was night one and night one was night two, we would have come away from night one saying that was a pretty decent pay-per-view. Um, yeah, it's I... the fact that night two followed the phenomenal night one. The yes. phenomenal stand and delivers nights one and two. That's where, uh, in comparison, it gets knocked down. Because here's the deal, right? I mentioned Rhea Ripley versus Asuka having some some uh, sloppiness to it. Uh, a lot of us picked the uh, Apollo Crews versus Big E as kind of one of the meh matches. Um, the Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Logan Paul was meh. You know, we, we say that, but... In the end, when you talk about wrestling, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn was still a wrestling match. It still was good, right? Oh, there's a could story. Could be one of the best SmackDown matches we've ever seen. Yeah, um, Sheamus versus Riddle was overall a good match. Apollo Cruz versus Big E had a lot of good moments in it. Um, it's just it let down by Apollo Cruz's horrible gimmick right now. and it was a Nigerian drum fight that we had no fucking idea what the rules were and so they were just like anything goes well that just means it's a it's a anything goes yeah but there was drums in the ring yeah oh there were drums oh yeah it's it was still just um but so if if night two I I also feel like that that should have been a last minute with the way they described sounds like worse than the you know yeah in, in the end if you're gonna call okay. it a Nigerian drum fight you should you should make some specific rules for it there should be something specific that separates it from a no um, DQ a no DQ like ha- have it be you you have to d- uh, uh, knock your opponent out long enough that you can go over and and hit the gong 10 times or something, you know what I mean? Or hit the drum, the giant drum with the drumstick 10 times or whatever, right? One, two, three. Give it something. But but what yeah. I'm saying, if those seven matches from night two were a standalone fast lane pay-per-view, we probably would have been coming away from it saying, that was a pretty decent fast lane. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah, I, the fact I, that they came I, I, the we night come after... Away from it saying it was worth pay-per-view in the I don't know. I think we already came away from Fastlane saying it was the worst pay-per-view of the year. That's why I'm saying that. I think I think I I, I think 
those seven matches from night two would have been better than the fast lane we got. Sure, sure. Maybe the fast lane we got still is the worst pay per view of the year. I I think I think it might have bumped it up. I'm beating you on technicality here. But I I what I'm saying is it, it might have been overall slightly better. But the fact is it's hard for us to judge because it came after such a phenomenal night one, such a phenomenal stand and deliver. It's hard for us to to go back and say say that. And so that's where I, I just temper, uh, you know, we calling it a crappy night too, or a uh, crappy night overall. I think it belays the fact that um, that it was it wasn't a bad night overall. It just it was dragged down by the fact that we had such a great night the day before, so our expectations were higher, right? And yes, and so and I completely agree with that statement. I understand where you're coming from with that. But also at the same time too, there was a lot of matches that, you know, that like the the I on our uh, on our Facebook post I men- mentioned I'm really looking forward to night two. Night two I think was going to be the, the the better nights, you know, just because of the matches that it had. Um, but Sammy and Owens didn't live up. I thought that was going to be uh, a much crazier match than I had expected it to be. Um, I Oscar Ripley. I thought that was gonna be a more. De- it was a good match, but I've seen. I feel like I've seen better bet- from those two. You know, so that's why it was some disappointing. Um, in that regard, it's not because it sucked or like, oh, whatever. Repeat that again. I think there was a lot of expectation created, and then at the same time. Uh, because of the lack of expectation, as the night went on, my expectations for the entire night went down. Oh, yeah. I was just like, ah. And then, thank God, the main event was when you called. <laughs> so, so that's all, that's all I wanted wanted to say is is that we we do have to temper. We we're talking about it as bad, but it it, it was maybe a, a C plus or B minus night overall it just followed three a and a plus it you know what i mean yeah well so here's my thoughts if you compared this to a like a sonata a a musical measure this was a four minute crescendo followed by a 30 second day crescendo to nothing with a loud gong at the end (laughs) like it that's um it reminded me it it reminded me of the Moxley Omega um, uh, barbed wire exploding death match. Like the match was great, and then there's fireworks instead of an explosion. The oh, anticipation again, was great. Was great. They ended it well, though. That was a great. I mean, thank they God did. they had that event. So yeah, no, yeah, I feel like it that would it would have literally been sparklers, sparklers without it. it. That match made this made that night at least fountains yeah exactly so that's again you know if if these four nights of of wrestling were four separate pay-per-views we would have had an a plus an a plus an a and you know a b minus um out of them and i think that's important for us to keep in perspective that even though night two was the worst night of wwe wrestling this week um i guess i uh, of the pay-per-views this week yes Um, barring raw and smackdown 
So do you um, still like the format then? Do you still would want them to keep? Because some people are complaining that because it's two nights, it ends up ruining things and so on. Do we keep it as two nights? Do we put it on one night for six, seven hours? I'm fine with it being two nights. However, WWE still has to learn how to pace things for a two-night event. I think that's where they're struggling, is how do you pace a two-night? So, um... I I think uh, you do two nights, but you do a takeover on a different week. I think if you do WrestleMania two nights, then takeover gets its own week. Two nights. What was that? I think the takeover could have been two nights still. Yeah. I just think it needed to be Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. Uh-huh. Agreed. I, I think that they can still do the two nights. I think it, it a lot of it still just comes down to pacing. And I think they still are trying to figure out how to pace a two-night pay-per-view. Um, I think they did some things uh, with this on both, both shows. They did something that played out where something happened on night one that affected a match on night two, right? So in NXT, yeah. it was the gauntlet eliminator match, right? Who The winner of that went on to night two, right? On WrestleMania, it was the tag team turmoil. Winner of that went on to night two. Uh, <clears throat> I think for, for a two-night event, that's the sort of thing that you have to have probably more of for it to effectively work. Um, <clears throat> That's why I think they should have done that world title like that, maybe, too. When they originally had suggested, okay, Roman faces Edge, and winner of that, fa- or Daniel faces Edge, and winner of that faces Roman. Yeah, and, and that's the sort of thing they could do. Yeah, Daniel Bryan versus Edge on night one, winner goes on to face Roman Reigns on night two. Um, and so I think, I think that's something. But I don't think the two-night pay-per-view is a bad idea. I think it just takes thinking about scheduling out a pay-per-view a different way, and I just don't know if they're in that mindset right now. But mm. yeah, well, they right. did good last year. But so, so do we have five or, or six nominations total for match of the week? Six. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we can all say that Io Raquel is that not. And and Edge and Roman and Daniel Bryan is not the best match. I I I would say to the the overall argument, if we were to I mean I can't say if you are a fan of Walter versus Champa or if you were a fan of Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai and you thought that was the best match, I can't say you're wrong, right? No, but I, I don't say. I, I, that overall, most people will probably say it was either Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, or the triple threat Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel yeah, Bryan. What was that? I said okay. Um, Okie dokie. So, so I, yeah, I'm sorry. I just keep DFA kids breaking up a little bit, so that's why I don't hear him entirely every time he talks. I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, so that's what I, you know. I think I think those four matches um, are probably the ones that most people would say. But there are two other matches that are very valid arguments. arguments. Um, yeah. And I personally am still sticking with Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. That's my and match. I, I'm still saying Sasha Bianca. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh... Well, I think I mentioned the Io Raquel. 
I don't know. I, I'm going to switch to Adam O'Reilly. Colin O'Reilly. That was a great time. Bay, bay. Bay, bay. So on that note, I think we've we've kind of wrapped things up. Uh, in the end, I don't think any of us are disappointed with any of uh, the the week, right? As a whole, week uh, night two of WrestleMania was the weakest of the four. Um, but in the end, this was actually a really good week of wrestling. I uh, will, however, say that I don't want to do it again anytime soon. Because what do you say we wait a year? Yeah, let's wait at least a year. Uh, <laughs> because it it was it's a whole lot of wrestling in one week. If uh, you only watched WWE this week, you watched a full day's worth of wrestling. Yep. Yeah, I'm down if they really split this up. Like, don't NXT should be on its own week. WrestleMania should be on its own week. Make it two nights, whatever. That's fine. It gives us a little break. But honestly, this this week of wrestling was too much. Yes, agreed. And for Smarks' sake, move it out out of allergy season. Yeah, mm. yeah, that would be nice. So I don't find myself talking like this on the podcast again. <laughs> but I think on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Um, great week of wrestling. I'm I'm ecstatic, but I'm tired as fuck, and time to go to bed. Right? Absolutely. About wrap right. things up. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use. There's going to be that button to follow it so you get notified when we post new uh, content. Follow us on uh, social media. You can follow me pretty much anywhere at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. And JLB is always available at JLB420. Rio Talk Radio, of course, is the brand at Rio Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR, where I won't be talking about wrestling because I'm sick of watching wrestling for a while. So you'll get some movie reviews, some show stuff, and uh, I'm going to have um, Mr. Uh, wow, I totally forget. I have Smart. Mr. Smart on. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Mr. Smartson for uh, a little review on uh, the Snyder Cut as well as the original, or I guess the non always forget the director's name. The, the Justice, Justice League. Justice Joss- League. I know, I meant the other director's name. Yes, I always remember the- Snyder. Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. The Joss. Oh! <laughs> nice. Well played. Anyways, he stole oh. it. Don't don't let him take credit for it. Oh, really? I didn't make that up. Yeah. <laughs> Smarter people than me came up with that. Um, also, make sure to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu, or you can buy merch at our shop, merch, uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash rawandorderwbu. The links are going to be in the doobly-doos for that and pretty much any of the other things we mentioned on here. Um, but on that note, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thanks for listening. We will see you soon. Don't forget two days. Two days left to do your hashtag for um, your origin story, current wrestler to prior wrestler. Uh, that'll be announced on FBI. 